Support for this podcast comes from Davis Malm. If you're a buyer, seller, investor, or lender, Davis Malm attorneys know each deal has unique needs and requirements. Building client relationships one transaction at a time. More at davismalm.com. D-A-V-I-S-M-A-L-M dot com. WBUR Podcasts, Boston. I'm Daryl C. Murphy, and you're listening to The Common. State House News Service reporter Sam Drysdale, welcome to The Common. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Yes, indeed. Thank you for coming through. So you listened in on a public meeting last week between Boston City Council and Mayor Wu's office where a proposal for guaranteed basic income for the city of Boston was brought up. Sam, start us off by telling us what exactly was proposed at that meeting. Sure. Yeah. So this was um, a hearing in front of the city council. They're considering what they're calling a guaranteed basic income program, which would give essentially cash handouts to people who are below the poverty line in Boston. This is an idea that has been floated um, in lots of cities around the country. Um, There are a few dozen cities who are piloting similar programs right now. And the idea is that if lower income folks who, who live in Boston have access to a certain amount of cash every month, it's usually, you know, a few hundred dollars or so, then they can have their basic needs met and uh, be able to, to build their wealth mm-hmm. from there. Where did this idea come from, this idea for a guaranteed income program here in Boston? So this was a program that um, economists have been talking about for a few years that might be a solution or part of the solution to poverty. And a coalition of groups filed a proposal to the city council over a year ago now. So Councillor Kendra Lara, who's one of the supporters of this idea, called for this hearing in front of the city council um, this week just to see how the status of that proposal was going and get an update from the Wu administration on, on whether they think that getting a program like this running is possible. Sam, do we have a picture of who is living under the poverty line in Boston? Yeah, absolutely. The estimate is that 18% of Boston city residents live below the poverty line. And this year, the federal poverty line is $30,000 a year for a family of four. So these are, you know, pretty dire circumstances that close to a fifth of Boston residents are living in. And even more so, um, one third of children in Boston are estimated to, to live below the poverty line. And the proposal for the hearing says that, you know, these are individuals who have health risks. People in poverty are more often to have um, elevated heart disease, diabetes, higher rates of infant mortality, undernutrition. And women ages 18 to 24, the largest demographic of people who live in poverty in Boston. You know, it's about 121,000 people, um, and most of them are are people of color. Counselors who are in support of this program, which includes seven of the city counselors, which is, you know, a, a pretty large amount of the council, say that a program like this would help these folks pay for things like groceries or daycare, basic needs that everyone needs to have met. Now, let's get into how a program like this could work in Boston. Now, we have examples in Chelsea, in Cambridge, 
Um, so break down what a guaranteed basic income would look like here in the city of Boston. Mm-hmm. So something that counselors who are in support of the idea spoke about is that we do have examples of pilots right in neighboring cities in Boston. So in Cambridge, there's a pilot program for low-income families who are below 250% of the federal poverty level. They're receiving uh, $500 a month. They can receive $500 a month for 18 months as part of Cambridge's pilot, and they're testing that out to see if they can make this program permanent. That commitment has cost the city $22 million, according to Cambridge. And then in Chelsea, the city started providing a guaranteed basic income for folks who were below the poverty line and weren't able to work during COVID. The program was so successful that they brought it back earlier this year. So Boston is kind of looking to Chelsea and Cambridge to see what they're doing and if something similar would work in Boston, but the details of that proposal are are still very up in the air. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. The world's clean energy future relies on ancient elements still in the ground. Without mining, there will not be a clean energy transition. But pulling them out of the ground comes at an environmental and human cost. Mining is intrusive, but the results are the building blocks for products that we use every single day. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. Join me on point for Elements of Energy, Mining for a Green Future, five special episodes. Listen and follow On Point wherever you get your podcasts. Did you kill Marlene Johnson? I think you're one of the first people to have actually asked. From WBUR and ZSP Media, this is Beyond All Repair, a new podcast about an unsolved murder that will leave you questioning everything. Somebody should be in jail for murdering my sister. A woman who's never been believed. As long as they think I have done this, then they're not looking for who actually did this. And that's what makes it a cold case. No, it's a botched case. And a search for the truth, once and for all. Wow, it just gets more interesting. Beyond All Repair. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Be careful. You're digging in a place that's been very peaceful for a while. Do it anyway. Dig. And we're back with more from Sam Drysdale of State House News Service. What was the energy like in receiving this proposal? Yeah, so Wu officials seemed um, excited about the proposal. They said that they see this as an opportunity to lift people out of poverty. Counselor Laura, she said, you know, th- that there is an expense to the program, obviously, but also there's an expense to not helping people out of poverty and, you know, what it costs the city to have to, you know, take care of this population of people who, who, who are suffering from their economic situation. And um, Councillor Coletta 
made a point of saying that it's it's not a new radical concept, um, UBI, and she said that it gives people the dignity of choice that they you know typically have to choose how to spend their money to survive, and, and this gives them more choices. The officials from the administration seemed um, receptive of that, and also seemed to think that there was an opportunity um, in Boston for a program like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually have a cut from Mayor Wu talking about the idea on Radio Boston last week. Here it goes. I hesitate to enter into one more experiment for a very small number of families just to add to the list of times that we could say across the country, oh, turns out that people do spend this on things that they need like medical care and food and basic necessities. How do we get something that we can actually sustain and scale and um, touch everyone? And with that, for me, what comes to mind is the bus pilot program that made the bus routes to 23, the 28, and the 29 free. And this was a bus pilot program that Mayor Wu championed. Did that come up at all or have any sort of influence on this proposal? So for what I was watching of the hearing, that bus proposal didn't come up, but the officials from the Wu administration who were there did emphasize that if the city did do a program like guaranteed basic income, it would be part of a patchwork of a a larger strategy to help alleviate poverty in Boston. And some of the opponents of the program, or I guess rather some of those who had concerns about it, also said that there needs to be a multi-strategy approach um, to addressing poverty in the city. Mm -hmm. And well, actually, we have somebody who has one of those concerns here, Councillor Ed Flynn. Here are his remarks. We would need significant funds for universal basic income program. At this time, I don't think we should experiment with the program in these uncertain economic times. We also need to address our existing responsibilities before starting with the new program that would require a tremendous amount of funding. And so with that said, how likely is it that this type of proposal, uh, a guaranteed basic income, will become a reality in Boston? What are some of the hurdles that are facing it? So this is a, a pretty controversial proposal. I think there's a lot of folks who who are hesitant to put taxpayer money towards a program that benefits people through cash payments. So I think that there are considerable hurdles before this would get to the finish line in Boston. I think supporters feel excited because there is such a strong progressive presence on the Boston City Council right now. Um, You know, seven Mm -hmm. councillors supported the hearing. I think that there's a better chance these days than there would have been five years ago. But there's still a, a considerable amount of work to be done before, you know, money is going to people's pockets. Understood. This sounds like a situation where there would probably be some kind of a public-private partnership, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you get that sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So the director of Boston's Office of Economic Opportunity and Inclusion, Shigun Iduwu, he did say during the hearing that a program like this would would likely have to involve some sort of private philanthropic partners. He, He doesn't see the city covering the entire bill. So where does the city go from here? Yep. So from here, the the proposal is going to um, need to work its way through Mayor Wu's office. 
it's going to probably need to come back before the council for a vote if it gets that far along. And like I said, with, with some powerful allies um, on the council, then um, it might have a better shot. <laughs> well, Sam, thank you so much for your reporting and taking the time to talk to us here at The Common. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. It was great. That's State House News Service reporter Sam Drysdale. And that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Common. If you want to read more about the proposal for guaranteed basic income in Boston, you can head on over to WBUR.org and look for Sam's story, Boston Ways Guaranteed Basic Income Program for Those Just Surviving. And if you want to get in touch with us, hit us up on Instagram at WBURTheCommon. You can also send us an email at thecommon at WBUR.org. I'm Daryl C. Murphy, and I will talk to you tomorrow.